To reach new young families, sometimes you got to do young family things. Today, we're talking about how to use your calendar to reach new young families here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, 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 Mike Holmes here in studio, and today we are covering point number two, or kind of podcast number two here, on how to reach new young families, and our little theme here is in order to reach Young families, you got to do young family things, okay? They're going to come in if you're doing some young family things. That doesn't mean you compromise your Bible or your songs or your preaching or all, you know, all the things you do. You don't have to do that. But there are several things that you can do. In our last one, you can go back and I'll put the link in here. But we talked about how to lower the average age in your church, which is a very important thing. And talked about just some concepts of getting kids on the stage and allowing parents to see their kids having fun and, you know, making sure that, you know, kids are getting awards and recognition. Just some real simple things. That's about an eight-minute podcast. I think you'd enjoy it. And again, I'll put the link uh, here so you can go to it. Today, we're talking about how to use your calendar. In other words, how to schedule things that will bring in new young families. And I've got a great big question I want to ask you. And I'm really going to kind of save it for the end. And it has to do with, with this choice of are we, we going to do church or are we going to continue to, you know, do things as usual? Or are we going to, you know, step out and reach some young families? Because most churches are not reaching young families, okay? And this is statistically borne out in, in so much research that is out there. But let me give you two very simple things to do um, that have to do with your calendar. And you can do your calendar on your phone. You can do your calendar, paper calendar, whatever. But it really comes down to the idea of scheduling some things and putting those there. So we've all heard of this idea of age-appropriate training. In other words, if I asked you to come speak at my church, I said, hey, I want you to come speak to my young people and, and uh, you know, teach them a really good lesson from the Bible. You would probably ask, well, how many and, you know, what day and, you know, those kind of things. And then you would probably somewhere in there say, no, what age of young people? Because there are different things that are appropriate for different young people. In other words, if it were teenagers, you might be teaching about some morality, you know, and purity type things. And if it's like four and five-year-olds, you might be teaching about you know, discovering God and trusting God no matter what, and, you know, some different things that are age-appropriate. That concept of age-appropriate training is very popular, and I think everybody understands the concept. But to reach young families, what you need to do, and here's what I wrote down, you need to have development-appropriate training. In other words, your church needs to have developmental approach to the training of where your people are and you need to teach things that will bring them and help them to develop at the level they are and if you're reaching young families by definition they have a whole different set of problems than old people like me all right i'm trying to figure out how to figure out social security and all that kind of stuff and young people are trying to figure out how to save money and looking forward to the future and will i have a career and kids there's all sorts of of different things there. And if you're going to reach young families, you need to have development appropriate 
training or preaching or teaching. And this is all just plain old Bible stuff that you can do. Let me give you a few of the things that you can do. I mean, you got to do a lot of basic type stuff. If you have an older congregation, you've probably been preaching about Israel. and You've been preaching about the second coming. You've been preaching about Gog and Magog and all that kind of stuff because they have a baseline to understand that because they've been in church for years. If you are teaching young people, you need to be covering things like uh, child rearing and, you know, helping parents uh, parent, you know, is one of the things we've done. Uh, marriage basics, you know, communication basics, uh, basics of finances, basics of relationships. All of those things are what we call development basic training. Now, that doesn't mean every service is that way, but it does mean that your main service where people come and tend to bring visitors, your, your Sunday mornings services would have a lot of development appropriate preaching and training built into them there's a lot of great places uh, sunday nights midweeks where we can do some of the other more advanced type training or you know deeper uh, experience things that you want to teach but this idea of having basic training needs to be scheduled so number one if you are going to be reaching young families you know get those kids on the stage get those kids having fun let parents see that you are a kid-oriented church and number two make sure that you are scheduling some of these things, development, training, type uh, preaching things there. Now, in the number two, the idea of scheduling things, here's the second thing I want you to do, and it's very simple, is you need to schedule what we call acquisition events. In other words, they are events that are tied to just bringing in new people. They are aimed towards that. Uh, this is not a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Sunday Wednesday night. Those are all those are all character based. Those are all habit based, a ritual based, a habit things that we do. But acquisition events are brand new things that bring in brand new people. They are much more event based, and they are they tend to kind of bring folks in. And if we can bring more people in, we can have more folks, uh, you know, end up staying and discipling and growing them. I grabbed uh, out of our shop here, I grabbed one of our funnels, okay, a little uh, funnel here. You all know how this works. You pour stuff in, comes out in a smaller thing. Great for keeping the spills away. But there's a concept here. If you don't put it in the top, it's not coming out the bottom. And the top is much wider, okay, much, much wider than this bottom is. And it's probably, in this case, probably 10, 15 times wider. And this means that what we have to do is we have to get people into the top of that thing. And you're going to lose some, they're going to move, they're going to transfer, they're going to not be your kind of person or whatever. But somehow, if you want them to come out the bottom, okay, you got to get them in the top. And that is what an acquisition event is. Sunday school, Sunday morning, morning service, a lot of those things can be geared a little bit towards acquisition events. In other words, you can do some things that bring some people in. But if you are going to reach young families, you need to have some one-off type of things that kind of really are different and outside of your normal model of, uh, of training. We do a, uh, uh, several times a year, we do a couples event, and it is just for young couples to come to. We do it on a Sunday afternoon, late afternoon. 
And we have the, you know, just married couples come to it and we help them put their marriage together. It's about two hours. It's more training oriented. It's not a preaching thing. We don't sing or anything, uh, you know, churchy like that. We just do it because we're trying and we invite people from the community to come and we post it on Facebook and we have people that are starting out in their marriage and they want to come and learn the basics of marriage. It's a wonderful event. We do a similar thing with elementary age kids and their moms and dads and have them come in. There are many, many things that you can do. I wrote down a list, a few things that we do and probably things you've you've done as well. Uh, summer camp is kind of one of those bring them in kind of things. Um, Saturday type events. If you ever do like a, you know, a, a great big, we did a fall festival kind of a thing. You can do day camps or all the kids meet the church and you take them out on a field trip uh, type of thing. Any type of, of training type of thing. We're doing financial training coming up here the next four Sunday afternoons in a row where we're talking about how to get out of debt and how to budget and how to save and how to give. I mean, just those four basics right there. And we have a sign-up sheet and you have to sign up to come to it. It doesn't cost anything, but we still got to sign people up to to come to it. But these are one-off events that young families are interested in that type of stuff. They're, they're not necessarily interested in prophecy. They're not necessarily interested in, in you know, Israel and some of those things. And I mean, they may have some kind of casual interest, but they don't lay awake and argue with their, with their spouse about, you know, who is Gog and Magog, but they do lay awake and argue about their budget and raising and disciplining kids. In fact, one of the biggest things is mom and dad are not on the same page disciplining kids, and you can help with that. And this is just one of these things that you can put on your calendar. So the first thing I talked was just kind of schedule these development-appropriate training-type things, which would be sort of your Sunday morning teaching, training type of stuff, you know, child-rearing, marriage basics, whatever, and then back it up with one-off events or what we call acquisition events and have these people. And a lot of these are, are they're non-Sunday events, okay? So in other words, they're not happening on a Sunday, so it's not part of the, the habit of the ritual. So that kind of throws your staffing people into a thing, and this makes it a little bit harder for them to run. And the second thing is we can't do these things. We've learned we can't run these things late in the evening or whatever because you have kids, especially if you're doing a Sunday afternoon thing, they got school the next day, that type of stuff. And so younger kids go to bed earlier than older people, and so it's kind of a, a thing that you got to sort of watch the timing on there. But remember this idea of, of putting them into the into the funnel and getting them in there. In fact, we teach this. We call it the influence funnel uh, in our uh, Reaching Young Families online training course, which is part of the Reach Keep Academy that you get and we take people through we talk about how to get people in the top of the funnel how how to get things going on in here so that you can have something dripping out the bottom and we all need to do that if we're going to reach new young families we need to do new young or we need to do young family things and i add a word to that here and this is the idea of we want to reach new young families i mean not just young families but new young families ones that are not in church and ones that need the gospel need the lord if you're going to reach those you're going to have to do some things and here's my big question for you okay Uh, do you want to continue to do church as usual and believe me we do church as usual here we got sunday mornings sunday nights you know we do a lot of different things like that we have some normal things that we do but or here's the other question do you want to reach young families okay and 
you sometimes are going to have to tweak a little bit of that and change a little bit of that. And if you're willing to do that to reach young families, then you will reach some. Because there's certain things that are, you know, meeting together on the Lord's Day, certainly a scriptural thing. But, you know, the way we do it on this time and that time and this event and that event, sometimes that's just the way we've kind of done it traditionally after a while. Let me tell you a story real quick. I was up in Wisconsin at a church, and a pastor uh, had invited me to come up preach. I was doing training uh, for him, and we were talking about doing a a young couples event in the afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. How we do it? I said, you know, like we meet at four thirty on Sunday afternoon, and we put all the you know all the young couples come, married couples come, and then we have some refreshments for them. We have some of our other people in the church kind of help out with that. And he he was it, it was funny because my wife and I were explaining it to his wife and him. And the wife, she's asking all these questions, all this relational stuff. This would be so good because young couples can talk. And we have a table where the older couple, you know, mature couple sits. And we have younger couples kind of sit with them. And we kind of create this mentoring type of thing. And the, the pastor's wife's like, oh, doing all this stuff. And the pastor is like, he's real stiff-faced. And I was like, I could tell what was going on. He says, so do you cancel your Sunday night service then? I mean, if there was no way he was going to cancel Sunday night service. He would take it from the deacons, and he'd be a liberal, and he'd be a mess or whatever. Going down the wrong direction if you'd cancel your Sunday night service. Instead of having a two-and-a-half-hour, and by the way, we, have, we run a kids' event while we do the married couples' event. So all of the people from our church that are not married, they work at the church and do the kids' event and provide pizza for them and games and do a lot of fun stuff and have like a vacation Bible school, like a four-hour VBS, and the couples get to spend time together talking and being mentored and all that, but it's different. And here's the question. Do you want to stay the same or do you want to be different? Now, you don't need to be different for difference sake, but we do sometimes need to step outside the box to reach some people. And I want to challenge you to think about that. If you need some more help with this and some more training on this, our Reach Keep Academy is the place where you can find this type of training. We teach on the influence funnel. We teach on reaching young families. We teach on all the different things that we've talked about here, and we are here to help you do that. If you want to reach young families, you're going to have to do young family things. That's kind of the bottom line. And so we're here to help you today. I hope what I've given you has been helpful. If it has, please give us a thumbs up and share this. A lot of people, I didn't realize how many people actually hit the share button and share this, but YouTube sent me some statistics the other day and told me all the people then hitting the share button and sending this off to other preachers and their other friends, and I really appreciate Appreciate that. And of course, if you're not subscribed on our YouTube channel, please do so. Anyway, this is Mike Holmes. Everything we talk about here, we have done here at our church. These are practical things. And if you need some more training, you need some more mentoring in this area yourself, you can get in touch with us here at reachkeep.com academy and learn all about the ReachKeep Academy. We're opening it up for enrollment here real soon and very excited to get some more of you on board. So God bless you so much. Again, thanks for subscribing and hitting those all the little buttons I talked about. And you have yourself a wonderful day. We will see you the next time here at the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com.